Alrighty, we are the damsels. And boy, are we in distress. <laughs> Alrighty, I do not know at this time if it is noticeable to you listeners, but we have official mics now. Um, we got two. We're only getting one to work right now, so we're going to work on that before next week, possibly. We'll see. We'll see how the week goes. But right now, we are passing one mic back and forth, so <laughs> for any sound discrepancies there are, that might be why. <laughs> Alrighty, so today we are discussing using reading as a coping mechanism. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that, Nemesis. Thank you. Greatly appreciate it. We needed that. Alrighty, would you like to start? Would you like me to start? You're the one that actually has notes. <laughs> Calling me out like that? My job. I guess, yeah. Um, so, let's just start with a question, because I'm not sure that either of us really know when we started reading consistently and jumped into that addiction. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so I don't know about you, but, like, I have been reading since I came out the womb. Like, I love to read. Okay, I was going to say as, like, a baby, but I couldn't read. (laughs) But it got to the point that, like, I could tell you the story because I'd heard it enough times. Um, Once I actually figured out how to read words, um, it was, yeah, that was it. It was just downhill ever since. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sitting here looking at my bookshelf right now. And I still have an entire house full of books that I still have not brought over here. I haven't gone to mom's and gotten all my books from there. So there's like another four shelves worth, four of those big ass shelves worth of books at her house. I don't know where the fuck I'm going to put them. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, like probably in grade school. I remember being in like first grade-ish. Did you ever read the A to Z mysteries? <laughs> Some of them. I read all of those. Like, I don't know how I got my hands on the complete set. But I read all of them at one point or another. Um, and then I just kind of bounced around with books. There wasn't, like, uh, like we were discussing earlier, there were the main gateway ones. Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, and what was the other one? Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. I've wanted to read that. I've never read that. Um, I read some of Harry Potter. I was obsessed with Percy Jackson. So, of course, I'm gay now, but... <laughs> Obviously. One leads to the other. <laughs> yes. Um, magic Tree House? Oh, Magic Tree House. I loved the Magic Tree House. Did you ever read um, the Diamonds of Del Toro series? No. It was a little kid's book, like, about the size of the AZ Mysteries, okay, but there was some fuck shit in there. Oh, yeah? All right, yeah. Like, I don't know, one of my favorites. It had three main characters. There was a girl, kind of like a Nege. Um, yeah, except it wasn't um, a city that she could scale. It was a forest. She grew up in, like, this haunted forest, okay? Like, everything would try and eat you, kind of. Like, Jumanji. She grew up in the Jumanji woods. That's awesome. Yeah. So there was her, there was a boy king, and then, I can't remember if it was his guard or a sorcerer or what. There was another guy. He wasn't that important, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the three trio. And um, they went to some kind of island, and the people there tried to sacrifice them to this, like, I don't know if it was an old god or just a monster or what, but it was like a squid with a beak, and it was like in a cave, and it was like the end of the cave. It just blocked the whole... It was a big-ass thing. Yeah. 
Wow. It was crazy. <laughs> um, there was one where some dude had, like, a bunch of hellhounds that connected to him. Like, it looked like their leashes were just attached to him under his robe, but no, they, like, were fused to his skin. Okay. Um, and they Don't had, like, <laughs> yeah, they had, like, eight hours, like, overnight to figure out a puzzle. Um, but the premise of the whole book, I'm going to go try it. The premise of the whole book was the boy king had a belt, and it had seven diamonds on it. And each one, or seven gems, I guess I should say. And each one had a different thing. Like, Topaz helped with, like, clarity and intelligence, and then Opal would let you see the future. And, it, yeah, it was it was whack shit. Um, yeah, no fourth grader should have been reading that. Like, someone's <laughs> toes got cut off in one book. Like, they almost drowned in, like, a ghost pirate ship. It was, but it was good shit. <laughs> but no fourth grader should have been reading that. Yeah. Um, R.L. Stein. <gasps> R.L. Yeah. Stein, my homeboy. <laughs> I love R.L. Stein. Oh, read all the goosebumps. Couldn't sleep for weeks. Yeah. Couldn't sleep for weeks after them, but I kept fucking reading them. Um, I had one that was the, uh, it was kind of like a choose your own adventure. Like it was goosebumps, but depending on what you wanted to happen, you could flip to different pages. I don't think I still have it. Oh yeah. If so, it's at dad's somewhere, but it, I've had it since like I was seven. That so. sounds awesome. Kind of like helping you write your own story. Yeah. But it was like, if you want to go into the spooky hallway, turn to this page. If you want to run the other way, turn to this page. And it, yeah, someone's grandma ended up being an alien. It was it was whack. Yeah. And I tried to just read it cover to cover the first time. I obviously almost had a stroke, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is all going back and forth. Yeah, and I was like, that don't make no sense. And then my dad was like, no, you turn to the pages. And I was like, that's not how books are supposed to be written. <laughs> Thought I knew everything. Um, and obviously, as I got older, my taste got uh, more and more fucked up. <laughs> like, now it's like, oh, Ripper, I'm the thin executioner. Uh, what's that one say? I hunt killers. <laughs> Love I hunt killers. That is one of my faves. And obviously Six of Crows, you know. I'm going to beat up this motherfucker with a can. I'm going to rip this motherfucker's eyes out. Like, need me a freak like that. <laughs> For those of you joining us at home, we're recording at my place today instead of Nemesis' place. Nemesis. Um, <laughs> Nemesis. <laughs> and uh, my dog. My dog is enjoying her squeaky toy. So, we will have to see about editing that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, the dog's trying to kill her squeaky toy. She'll probably succeed. She's got 900 of them. Don't give me that look. Um, throughout our talking, I noticed you have the clockwork prints up there. I do. I so do indeed. Maybe I... that should be one of our We can. <laughs> we can. Oh, God. I'm going to cry so much. I did, Listen, so I read that when I was in high school, okay? Yeah. It was my senior year. I know this because I had English 101 and 102 with Dr. Boss. This motherfucker's name was Dr. <laughs> Boss, and he couldn't give you instructions for an essay for the life of him. Um, Sounds like college professors. It was a dual credit class. So. <laughs> yeah. um, but, no, at the time I sat, it was like a little group of four, and it was me, Kate, not... Not the one we know. Obviously. Um, <laughs> Olivia and Nick. Okay? That was who was in my little group. And I come into class, and I'm fucking sobbing. I was on the last book, okay? And I have, like, this much of it left. I've been reading all day. I'm like, 
like my sleeves are covered in snot. Like I've already gone through <laughs> two boxes of tissues. Okay. I think I've heard about this story. Yes. Yeah. So I come in and I'm obviously a wreck. Nick looks up and he's like, Lilith, what, what's wrong? What's wrong? Are you okay? Do you need to go home? Do I need to go to the office? Do you need to go to the nurse? What's, what's wrong? Like he's panicking. And I just told him to book. I'm like, I just, I need to finish the book. I'm going to be okay. Like I am a wreck. I don't know how I made it through the day, but I am just a whole wreck. And so I finished it. And yeah, you know, Kate and Olivia come in and they're like, are you good? Is she good? Are you, are you okay? Uh, yeah. Do we need to call your mom? Do we need? And I'm like, no, I just need to finish the book. Can you give me some tissue? Can... And I'm, yeah. It, oh God. That was. That sounds good. like me and Assassin's Blade. Except I Let's read that not. over Let's summer not. break. So it was just me sobbing in my room. And then I went to cry in the shower. And then I came back and sobbed in my room. God. I remember when I read Assassin's Blade. I was on vacation when I read Assassin's Blade. I was in, was it Alabama? I yeah, I know. Worst place to vacation. No, I'm pretty sure it was Alabama. Oh, okay. I may have been Florida. It was one of the little fall trips we went on. <laughs> like my mom and grandma and aunt. Yeah. And we were at some seafood joint. We were on the deck. It was nice weather, but I'm sitting there and I'm on the last story. <laughs> I was on the last story. And so I'm just crying. They're like, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, oh. Um, I want, I want, um, the chicken strips. <laughs> I want him back. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but you can't tell the waitress that. She was like, okay, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'd think you bro- broke up with something. Someone. <laughs> something. I mean, technically, I was losing someone at the time. Right, yeah. I was going through a very traumatic experience. Yeah. Um, well... My reading journey did not go so smoothly, I suppose. Um, Okay. Well, I wouldn't say that I didn't like reading, but it was really hard for me to finish a book. I liked it, but the beginning of most of the books... So it was hard for you to finish? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I had The beginning of most books... (laughs) um, They were just slow, especially as a kid... Yeah. You know, I just wanted to get into the good stuff. and (laughs) That's me now. Yeah. That's me now. It's like, no, I don't have the time for a five-chapter build. Fucking fucking heartless with the lemon tarts and balls. Not the good kind. Like, well, I mean, I don't know. And then her mother came in, and I was like, no, we're not going to do this. (laughs) Listen, I love heartless. I love Jest. I love Kath. Hatta can suck a dick and die, but... um, I I oh God, I want to reread it again, but I also don't just because I know I'm going to have to read the parts about her mom and, like, have to relive <laughs> those conversations. And I go through those conversations already. <laughs> like, every time I talk to my mom or, like, just remembering past conversations. So I, I don't need that anymore. Yeah, just skip it. I mean, since you've already read it, you don't really need to. Yes, but if we do a future talk do, about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, just making a few notes <laughs> on what she says, you know. And like, this is so wrong. As a parent, you should not say these things. <laughs> the audacity they had at the end. We just want you to be happy. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Somebody call Cass. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. When she said that, I was like, okay, so throw her out the window. <laughs> you see the moat? Bye-bye. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wanted, ooh, the things that I wanted people to do to those people. <laughs> and then the king. You want to know who's on first. <laughs> right. I, ooh, I wish Kath had just married the king and then killed him and then, you know, brought the jest in. 
the yes, yes. Because I mean, okay, hear me out. Hear me. I don't know how the king. Okay, it was Wonderland to be fair, or was it Underland? It was Wonderland. Okay, some something called it Underland at one point, and and yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how that king was keeping everything running, because he <laughs> he him. And and Iggy over there, that's the dog for those of you playing at home. Him and Iggy are like same wavelength. Same wavelength. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, Iggy so, could rule better, in my opinion. Iggy, I mean, let's be honest. The amount of meth she'd have in Porter just to keep her habits up. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they wouldn't have a lot of finances, but, you know, <laughs> not important. <laughs> Hear me out. You just export all the mock turtles <laughs> so people can make soup. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're getting off topic. <laughs> we sure are. Um, so, so I, oh wait, you go. I talked a lot. You go. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, my grandmother is such a vivid reader. She's more into the classics and literature because, um, you know, she, well, she, not a professor, but eventually I'm sure she wants to get to that point. She's now just Good for a her. middle school slash high school <gasps> teacher. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I, ooh, I'd go to prison. <laughs> right. Yeah, she does not enjoy it. Actually, she was at a private school. And I was like, That's... what made you think that was a good idea? What made you think that was better? Like, than public school? <laughs> oh, no. Like, like, oh. She didn't go to public school first. She went to private school first. Oh. And, yeah. Well, that her just, vision I'd... was they pay more attention to academics there. You know? And they do. Do you know how many children I would fight on a daily basis if I had to teach private school children? The, the children weren't even the problem. It was the parents. Do you know how many parents I'd fight if I had to teach private school children? Like, well, that's why she quit. I mean. Oh, good. Good yeah, for her. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you seen that one dude on TikTok? Um, and he's a teacher, and he's like, he reads things that parents like email him or parents have asked him. No. You haven't? I haven't sent you any of those. No. Oh. I need to do that. Um, but she, one of them, um, God, don't I can't even, Miss Ma'am? I don't even remember what the, like, they were so just batshit crazy. Like, yeah. one was like, um, my daughter doesn't like doing math, so she's just not going to do it. And he was like, no, <laughs> no. Or, um, like, one was about recess. And the the parent was like, he's going to get three hours of recess. And he was like, the fuck? No. <laughs> right. That's not how this works. Obviously, that's not how I responded to the parents. But, and not all of them were his. Like, people started submitting things to him that they've heard. And, oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, she had to deal with a lot of rich snobs, for sure. But, um, she quit. But, going back to how I got more into reading, she would buy me books. Like, instead of taking me shopping... Well, actually, no, she did that, too. <laughs> um, Book shopping. Well, yes, but also, you know, Target was our favorite thing in the world. Ah. Yes. And my Starbucks addiction started with her, but besides the mm. point. So, um, yeah, she bought me a bunch of books for all holidays, you know, just special occasions and everything, and she would sit down and read to me for a couple chapters and then she would be like okay now it's your turn and read to me and that was definitely helpful because you didn't have to read as much but you still got into the story if that yeah makes sense. yeah yeah so eventually I did grow to read through the world building and everything and enjoy every part of the book instead of skipping around 
But my gateway was Harry Potter. My mother took me to an old bookstore. It was the most gorgeous bookstore oh. ever. And, like, small town, everything smelled so old and rustic. Kind of like a Poor Richard's? Yes. Oh. Similar to that one. Except this one had a lot more character to it. Oh. Yeah. We should go. And there was a spiral staircase. Oh, we gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> it's in Tennessee, actually, so. Oh, we can go when I go get my face pierced, like, <laughs> yeah. six times. Yeah. Yeah, we can go then. But um, I went to the teen section, and I picked out the first Harry Potter book, and she was like, alrighty. Well, actually, she picked it out for me and handed it to me and was like, here you go. <laughs> this is it. Welcome to the club. Right, yeah. We'll see you in therapy. Yeah. I was actually 11. So how fitting was that? Yeah. <laughs> Sitting on the steps like, where am I letting going now? <laughs> I was very disappointed. Oh. <laughs> I got listen, it this year, guys. <laughs> listen, Gandalf. May still come when you're 50. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is true. Fair point. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting on Cassian as a Reese to come in my early 20s, you know? I thought you said Cassian as a Reese, and I was like, what? <laughs> no. What? That, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> no. As and Reese. <laughs> I mean, mm. <laughs> I want a three-way. Anyway, four-way. Four four, four, that would be a four-way. I'm not picky. How would that happen? A lot of power bars. Anyway. <laughs> a lot of protein shakes. We know shakes. how it would happen, but like... <laughs> Anywho. I need a bigger bedroom. Anyway. Raining men. Hallelujah, it's a raining men. Anyway. Are we going to get like... Suit? I hope not. We better not. Surely that To the raining men lady. I, I, we love your work. We do. <laughs> Listen to it all the time. I don't know, I was listening to Corpse in the car earlier. Anyway, um... There's a good choice. <laughs> I think, so this is... Okay, so obviously, like, Andesian Mysteries, Diamonds of Del Toro, Magic Treehouse, all that jazz. Um, and also, listeners, feel free to hit us up on, like, Instagram, Facebook, or even email us um, anything you have. Like, what, what started your reading journey? What's your current favorite book? What Do you still read? Do you Do you like reading? Have you always hated it? We'll do a group read and then talk about it in the DMs, okay? <laughs> there we go. We love talking about books, so whatever you guys want to do. We do. Um, so, like, obviously all that, but I think what really started it, and I can't believe I'm going to say this because I am a diehard Percy Jackson fan. I think what actually, like, got me into reading, like, forever and always, was the Aragon series. I know, yeah, your face made me regret that instantly. But it was, because I found it in the library at fucking Collins Lane Elementary. Found it in the library. Um, and I was like, ooh, it's blue. It's got a pretty dragon. And then I flipped over, I'm like, the dragon is Sephira, and she's blue. I gotta read it. So I checked it out, and I read it, and I was like, oh my god, this is great. And there's another one. And so I read Eldest, and then, like, I was like, this, this... This isn't an ending. <laughs> and then, you know, Brisinger came out. And then after that, Inheritance came out. I actually got Inheritance for a Christmas gift like two months after it came out. So that was nice. It's on my shelf right now. Aww. It's, uh, might be a little bit ripped up. Maybe. I can't remember. That just means it's been shown a lot of love. Oh, no. Um, the copy that I had gotten for Christmas got uh, thrown across the classroom middle school and, like, shoved under a chair and ripped up because someone knocked it off my desk. And then, like, all the boys just kept kicking it around. Wow. Yeah, like the whole spine came apart. It was held together with a rubber band, like a big ass rubber band. Boys. Was what held it together. Boys, yeah. <laughs> Not men, 
boys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I mean, there was dragons and there was fighting, and like that was one of the first books that I like got into. So it was before I read Percy Jackson. Yeah. I read Percy Jackson after that, though. So of course, you know, again, into it. But mm-hmm. that one, just where it's. So, so far off from this world. I almost said far out. We're not going to do that. (laughs) Just where it's so far off from this world. It, it was a completely different universe. You know, it was, oh, there's an egg. And he's like in a little town. I'm like, oh, I'd I'd love to live in like a little village and, you know, learn from the blacksmith and all that shit. But then you add the dragon egg and then raising the dragon and, and just the link that they had. Like, the amount of times I have wished that I could just have that link with somebody. Not just to have it, but to be able to communicate in that way to people. Because there are things I can't put into words. Like, that fucking ringing that keeps happening in my head. Yeah. That I'm pretty sure is, like, I don't know, my spirit guides or something <laughs> trying to talk to me. Like, if I could just, you know, link with somebody and have them feel it. Yeah. Maybe I'd get an answer. Oh my gosh, or that like, sounds amazing. Yeah, or like, imagine how good that would be in therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't talk because I'm either too choked up or I, I don't feel comfortable talking about this. Or it's a literal emotion I don't have the vocabulary to express. Yeah. Just bada bing bada boom, there you go, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, shitty ending though. <laughs> Ew, I hated the way, I hated the way it ending. The way it ending, the way it ended. <laughs> I can't, listen y'all, the coffee is only halfway drank, okay? Uh... <laughs> Yes, I know. It's four o'clock in the evening. <laughs> Coffee is only halfway drank for the first time today. <laughs> We're sad. not going to talk about it. Ma'am? Um, uh, you go. Oh, okay. So, in elementary, I read many books, but the ones that I checked out from the library were the Warrior Cat books. Mm. Yeah. And so... God. I remember Warrior Cats. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Now, wait, wait, wait. Was it you read Warrior Cats or you were a Warrior Cats kid? Because there's a difference. There certainly is, and I read it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, so... <laughs> um, so I had a very active imagination, but most of it was just myself. Like, yeah. I didn't... Do it with the other kids? I actually... What? <laughs> no. You didn't run around and pretend to be fucking cats on the playground and like fight each other so, and piss on things. Not cats because of warrior cats, but I mean we were everything from fairies oh, to Oh yeah. No, no, I'm talking about specifically like, because of like warriors. You were like, "My name no. is, I don't know, Jasmine Paw." And I yeah, no, no. you didn't do all that. Okay, no. good, good. We we might have to have a serious conversation if you were. <laughs> no. No, like I said, most of my stuff wasn't and this was, I mean, this was when I was in elementary school and I just couldn't get past a certain barrier in a book. Um it was just stuff that I came up in my head. And I was like, hmm, let's do this today. And then they were like, cool. And we had this big open, and there were hills. It was fantastic. I lived in a townhome, so we had the whole neighborhood to play. Yeah, and there were big trees, and they were um, in circles. Yeah, so it was like a whole other dimension when you crossed the the circles. Oh, God. Right, yeah. I just nutted thinking about it. It, it, it really was a paradise. I could not have hoped to grow up in any other place. Because your friends were literally connected to your house. All you had to do was go outside and, hey! <laughs> like, I know there wasn't a lot of room, but that is hey, hey, hey. my childhood home. I love it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, it was, was my fantastic. Sex 
I just, I am in awe thinking about this. Yeah. Oh, we would, there were like holes in the trees, you know, you could go in. Go oh. in, like fit in? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, I loved those. I want it. Because you go in, and then it's like boop, 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 and then you come out, and you're in another. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, my playground at school, um, there was this rock wall, and you could climb it, okay? And not like the rock wall you're thinking of, where there's like little thing. No, it looked like a whole ass boulder. It yeah. Was I loved that thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like... Cut out? Yeah, on the inside. It mm-hmm. wasn't just a straight wall, but cut out on the inside. And there yeah. was like fossils on it, okay? Like... <gasps> yeah. Into it. But like, that was our little, you know, you go in and beep, boop, beep, beep, beep. That was where we would do <laughs> Yes! And this totally um, connects to the escapism yeah. conversation. Because as kids, that was our escape from yeah. reality. You got to be... A fairy queen for, for the day. <laughs> well, actually, oh man, I played out for hours and hours. It was like the weather did not matter to me as a kid. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it as much at home because uh, you know, paranoid mom wasn't yeah. allowed outside without her. She had shit right. to do. So, and you couldn't pretend to be a vampire because that's the devil's work. <laughs> oh God, we're not gonna get it. Also, okay, so I didn't know what vampires were mm. as a kid. I didn't find out right. until like middle school when the Twilight craze happened. Probably what vampires were. Right. Um. <laughs> It was, like, good and bad, I guess. Like, it kind of said, like, oh, oh, you were, you know, very, very sheltered. But at the same time, that's like, oh, good. You didn't know what Twilight was. Right, yeah. <laughs> Some of the vampire stuff is just absolute garbage. Um, I was going somewhere with this. Oh, yeah, so, like, <laughs> mine was usually a recess. But, and also, what, what do you think contributes? Because apparently this is, like, a more universal thing. Okay. The whole, like, going, like, into a little space, be it a tree, under a rock wall, whatever, you know, beep, boop, beep, and then you come out and you're different. <laughs> yeah. You go into a place, a small, hidden space, and then you come out different. What do you think the psychology behind that is? Oh, gosh. I don't, I don't have, like, anything I prepared. prepared. I haven't looked into this. <laughs> this uh, is a literal, maybe like... Maybe come back to the next one and talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, the next one we gotta discuss, like, an actual book. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe... Maybe it's just the uh, act of walking through something, you know? Yeah. Because like, you go into the area, and then you come out, and it's like when you cross the border. To yeah. It's like a new world, or you can imagine that it's a new world. Yeah. I don't know what the actual psychology is. Like, it's because of this, this, and this that you <laughs> are this way. Well, what? Mm. Now, this is, this is just spitballing. I don't have any kind of degrees as a disclaimer. I don't have any degrees. No degrees, like college <laughs> dropout. We just thinking, okay? This is it. We just thinking, not set in stone. Mm-hmm. All right. That being said, what if we do that as kids? Because we at that age recognize that whatever, whatever we're thinking of, whatever we're going to be when we come back out, be it a fairy queen, a cat, a vampire. I don't know the goddamn demogorgon. Whatever it is. Right. Yeah. It's a bunch of things. <laughs> yeah. We recognize that that behavior is not socially acceptable most of the time. Like, cause. Like, I know I did it mostly by myself, and you, like, played with the kids in your neighborhood, but at the same time, it probably wasn't, like, you verbalized everything going on in your head. Like, yes, we can recognize... adults, but most of the kids were pretty accepting of, because they themselves yeah, had imagination. no, specifically to adults. Right. Around not, adults, that was not acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, because they're like, oh, God, we need to get you to a shrink <laughs> if you think you've got wings and can fly. Like, right. <laughs> like, we still recognize, you know, oh, that's not real. We're pretending, but... And having to go into a secluded space. Not necessarily that it's small, but that it's secluded. That no one can see us mm-hmm. to be able to have this transition. Yeah. Like, oh, we were human, but 
until we come back out as whatever we are dreaming ourselves to be, until we come out as our um, ideal self in that moment, we don't want anyone to see that transition phase. Yeah. And tell me how that doesn't carry over to adulthood. Because, like, think about it. Yeah. You want to, you know, start dressing a different way. You want to cut your hair. You cut your hair and you want it to grow out. You Whatever kind of transition you're going through. Uh, so, like, me. You you know what's going on with me. I've I talked to, like, three people at this point in my life. Yeah. Um, so, I don't see my family as much. I don't talk with them as much. And I don't have a problem with it. I don't know if they have a problem with it. But I've kind of, like separated myself from them as I'm growing and developing and figuring out who I am as a person. Because, like, yeah, I'm 21 years old. I'm pretty much done, like, you know, growing physically, Mm -hmm. in a sense, unless I finally lose old girl here. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I'm separating myself and I'm figuring myself out, and I don't want their influence on that. Yeah. Because I think if I rolled up and said, hey, Dad, I'm a licensed Satanist now, (laughs) like, that might not be the best thing to bring up. So you're saying that you think we shelter ourselves while we're making a transition, and then when we're comfortable with that, we go back into the world. We're like, yeah. Here I am. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I got really deep, really fast. <laughs> we did. went from so. What but, did you read? I read this and this. Okay, now let's talk about psychology. <laughs> right. Well, that's why we came here. I mean, this is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the hills definitely helped with the wings mm. thing because I was like, I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my just, gosh. So much you fun. just look outside and see your kid going down the hill. No, it was more like you just spread your wing or your wings, your arms uh-huh. out. <laughs> they were wings back then, okay? <laughs> you spread your arms out and then you run down the hill and you can just feel the air. In yeah. Your, yeah. Oh my gosh. Kind of when you stick your hand out the car window. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is not. This does not have to do with. This kind of has to do with escapism. Apparently, this is a very widespread thing, and I know I've done it. So I gotta ask you if you've done it. When you were in the car, like mm-hmm. on a long drive, mm-hmm. um, especially if there was like a lot of woodland around you, like specifically yeah. when we would go to my grandparents' house, there were these like hills in the median um, that were like slanted on the sides. Did you ever imagine like something running along beside the car? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> They're apparently just referred to as run-alongs, but like everyone's is a little bit different. Okay. Like mine would sometimes be a horse or sometimes like a big cat and then like... Sometimes it wasn't even completely human. Not like a not deer. Yeah. Not like that. Um, but, um, you know... Like a centaur? No. Um, oh. what's, what's the thing from Alice in Wonderland? The one with Johnny Depp in it? Uh, the big, the big cat? The big white thing, yeah. Oh. That like... Ban- Bandersnatch. The Bandersnatch. Yeah. Okay. It kind of looked like a hairless Bandersnatch, but it was like black. Sometimes, okay. if I if I didn't think about what I wanted it to be, if I yeah. just imagined something running along beside the car, that was like the default. Gotcha. I think mine was mostly a big stag, like bigger than a normal one, you know. <laughs> 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 well, you know, you've seen deer that are about normal size. It was. Oh no, huge. I don't know. Have you? You've never seen any of Hannibal, have you? No, I haven't. Ah, uh, okay. So, um, Will. The main character, whenever he's, like, in his head or whatever, the more Hannibal influences him, the bigger his stag gets, like, the more prevalent it is. Yeah. Like, this is a big-ass deer. Like, if I was out hunting and saw this deer, I would shit myself. I couldn't even pull the trigger. I'd just be like, oh, my God, that's going to eat me. Right, yeah. Like, now, don't get me wrong. I'd love for that to roll up. That would feed me for two years. (laughs) Not if you can't shoot it. Not if you can't shoot it. Well, you remember the other day when we were at your grandparents and there were deer. And I said, throw the door open. That's dinner. Yeah. You were like, no. (laughs) 
Well, what they the weren't fuck? even close to the door. They were you close just to the get... bin, but they were. And they really looked like they were going to a meeting. They were like, we gotta go! We gotta be late! Starbucks was long! We gotta go! The drive that took forever! Yeah. Alright, we are off topic. I mean, not really. This whole, um... Episode is supposed to be about escapism. We just, uh... Zoomed in on the book side, because that's what we have the most experience with. But, you did bring up Hannibal, which is a show. And Mm -hmm. TV entertainment is often used as escapism too yeah so me personally i hmm. so i'll watch movies and tv and i'll enjoy it and you can probably relate to this but i can't get it as into it as i can a book in an escapism sense like i can enjoy it the same amount but a book is always going to be a different level for me yeah because with a movie and it's why i can read i can read the 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 worst things. I stuttered all over myself. <laughs> I can read gore. I can read horror. I can read every fucked up thing ever done, okay? But, like, when I was, like, 13 and, like, Dad trying to show me the old Pet cemetery, not the new one, the old one, I freaked out when the dude who got his head bashed in showed up yeah. in the doctor's bed. And, like, mm-hmm. that scared me. I think part of that is because of the music and the sounds, though. It so, might yeah. be. But also, with a movie, like, that's it. It's set. Like, with The Ring. I can't watch The Ring, but I can watch House of a Thousand Corpses and Saw every day. Um, because, so part of it probably is, like, the music and the ambiance and the way things are timed and the shots and everything. But also, it's just, it's that. They're showing it to you. They're building it and they're controlling how you see it. With a book, I can control how I see it, which also plays into escapism. It's why I can read, you know, worse than I can watch. Yeah. But, um... With a book, I can decide. With a book, I can decide how, how gory I want this to be, how I want that character to look. Like, yes, they give you descriptions, but you fill out the finer parts yourself. I can decide how into that world I want to go. And sometimes I don't get a choice. Sometimes it just sucks me in. Yeah. Like I was sitting on the couch the other day. It was one of the snow days. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting reading Master of One while I had my coffee, and then Bella looked up from her phone on her couch and started talking to me. It took her going up, getting up and coming over and going Lilith <laughs> you good for me to snap out of it I was that into it yeah so I once read it was in you know in elementary school like they just kind of switched subjects you didn't switch classes like you do in like yeah. middle and high mm-hmm. I don't even remember what I was reading it was probably Percy Jackson because mm-hmm. it was fifth grade so it was probably Percy Jackson I split my life up into book obsessions <laughs> yeah I was reading, and I didn't hear, you know, oh, silent reading time is over, or whatever. (laughs) We were, like, through math class. We were wrapping up math class, and I'm like, oh, shit, fuck, okay. I'm surprised they didn't yell at you, because usually I was in the back. Oh, okay. No, I was the kid that if another kid was rowdy or another table was rowdy, I got moved there to get them to shut up, because I was the good kid. I was, too. Yeah, I hated that, because I was like, I'm good, why are you punishing me? Yeah, putting like, you with these crazy kids. Like all the rowdy boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But my classrooms actually in uh, elementary school were more like um, open for conversation, I guess. Like Lucky bitch. Like a circle instead of... We um, just had rows. Yeah. I mean, kindergarten, we had rows. the big tables, but everything else, it was rows. Yeah. Sometimes grouped together, but never like, you know, teacher, desk, and then this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever that like is. Like a U-shape. Yeah, a U-shape. Because I realize the listeners can't see this shape. <laughs> right, right. We just keep using our hands. <laughs> um, so, books are definitely easier. Well, okay, first, 
not really okay. <laughs> oh, and also one other thing. Well, you know what? You go ahead. I'll say mine in a minute. You no, go you ahead. Go ahead. You might forget it. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so with TV, you know, you see what's happening and you can maybe guess what's coming. With books, you know, you're reading those actions happening. Um, and with me, it's actually not a matter of if it's written in first person or third person being able to get into each. That doesn't make a difference to me. Right. If anything, first person makes it harder. Because, <laughs> you know, I did this, I did that. I'm like, no, I'm sitting on my ass reading. <laughs> like, what are you on? But, <laughs> but, you know, you're reading those actions. So, like, Kaz beating up the whole drags. Yeah. My man. Um that like that was invigorating mm-hmm. i i have no doubt it's going to be invigorating in the tv show as well but it yeah. was a whole new level as opposed to like marvel fight scenes like don't get me wrong it's fun to watch that on tv but reading it it's like you're there mm-hmm. in the moment you can feel the adrenaline mm-hmm. yeah I agree. if the fight scene is good enough or like a battle is good enough i'll be sore afterwards because <laughs> yeah. i'll have locked up i'm like oh <laughs> shit <laughs> right well i was my thought was, um, it's definitely easier to put yourself into the book, but as far as, um, film goes, it's easier to escape to there because all you have to do is click a couple buttons and then mm. you're in the movie or not in the movie, but you know, you're watching it and your t- attention is on it. At least for me, it's easy for me to get sucked into things that I like, like the Marvel movies. Outlander. Outlander. Sassanac. Yeah. <laughs> All of those good ones. <laughs> it's easy for me to just focus on their problems. Even if I don't get to really escape into the movies, I can focus I on that. them instead of what's going on around me. And if I can't access a book and really mentally dive into it, then I just go for the films. Understandable. That is that is understandable. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. Getting into TV and movies, at least like on the level of a book getting yeah. it. Not just, oh, I like it. <laughs> that, that's a rare occurrence. Like, it has to check a lot of boxes for me. Yeah. And even then, something usually happens that I'm like, well, nope. <laughs> like, Tokyo Ghoul. Mm-hmm. First season, great. Oh my fucking God. I was wrecked at the end. Yeah. Not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I was on the couch crying and my grandma was like, are you okay? Will you yeah. watch? Are you okay? And I'm like, oh, my son, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, season two hadn't been released. So I was like, you know what? There's a book. <laughs> yeah. We're going to read the book. And then yeah. I read the book and I was like, oh, they left a lot of this shit out. Yeah. But, and I was like, okay, they can't fit all of it. They hit all the big points. Mm-hmm. And then I kept reading the book and then season two came out and for you listeners that have seen Tokyo Ghoul Root A, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, the first episode, they fucked up. Okay? Yeah. Like, the whole series, whole season, too, fucked up. But the first one, they left out, like, a big part. Oh, yeah. uh, Where he breaks, like, half of the dude's bones. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I'm only gonna halfway kill him. I'm gonna break 102 of your bones. Yeah. Or 103. There's 200, 103. <laughs> I can't do math. <laughs> I can't either. I don't. Coffee's two thir- two thirds of the way gone, folks. <laughs> we'll give you updated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to your was... point, it is a lot easier to imagine yourself in the book than it is to imagine yourself doing the things in the movie. Because it's like they're already there, and you can see someone else doing yeah. it, so it makes it harder to put yourself in mm-hmm. it. Even without the "I did this" and "I did" like in third person, it's still easier to get yeah. to the books. 
I don't know what it is, but... Maybe it's also that your brain has to craft that entire world, so it's much easier to slip into something you've already yeah. built up than yeah. something just here. <laughs> right, because, you know, the movie gives you all the descriptions yeah. instead of the book telling you so that you can make up your own world in your mind. Now, I will say, if I if I need to escape reality, or at the very least, I need to shut my brain the fuck up. Yeah. And like you said, I can't access a book or I'm not mm-hmm. at a good spot in a book to just dive into it or my brain right. is too loud for me to focus on reading. Mm-hmm. Um, TV is where I'll go. Or music. Yeah. Music is also a good one. Yes, but we're not is. here to talk about that. <laughs> well, I mean, it fits into the escapism. It does. Which, for me, that's like... You know, villain origin story playlist, mm-hmm. Brecker playlist, mm-hmm. Sea Shanty playlist, mm-hmm. Riot playlist. Yes. Yeah, I have a lot of weird playlists. Burn the Capitol down playlists. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's music and that's more, you know, I can see myself in a um, stereotype or archetype role. Yeah. And you know, this is my soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> um, which honestly, that is, that isn't so much for... That's a different escapism than books and TV. Like, don't get me wrong. Those are both still positive, but I can also do that negatively. Yeah. Like, um, not as much now because I haven't read a lot, but back when I was still in school, you know, reading like two books a day, <laughs> I could literally just like flip through a rotary tab or a, what are those things called? A Rolodex. <laughs> a Rolodex tab in my brain and just, like, pick a book. And, like, yeah. that's the fictional world we lived in mm-hmm. until, like, we fell asleep or whatever. Yeah. You know, laying in bed, like, wh- where do we want to go tonight? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> totally understand that. Um, okay, so books was your first, I guess... Don't say addiction. <laughs> Caffeine no, was not, the second no, one. No, <laughs> not addiction. Just uh, your first, like, escapism... Uh, what's the word? Resource? Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. So what was going on? Oh, oh, <laughs> that oh, fuck. made you <laughs> Hang feel on, like I you got... had to escape reality. Hang on, I can go get something stronger to put my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I gotta drive later. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you playing at home... <laughs> my... You don't have to go into depth. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm giving a brief overview. We're not okay, getting okay. into every single cool, thing. Cool. Just a brief overview. Uh, parents split when I was five. That fucked me up. Um, dad was married and divorced. In life. So they split when I was five. When I was seven, he was married and divorced in a year. Um, and then, like a year after that, he found uh, Momo. And so, he, uh, yeah, they're still together. Sometimes I don't see how, but they're still together. <laughs> so that worked out relatively well. He was an alcoholic at the time. Um, I think he'd quit using pills at that point. I'm not sure. But whiskey and pills was his big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, emotionally abusive mother, which was who I lived with. That was primary caretaker. So there was all that. Uh, little sister that I, you know, good halfway raised, um, who was a fucking hellion. Like, I don't know about, I know your sister makes jokes, but, like, mine actually tried to kill me a couple times. Hmm. Like, like we were like, you know, you know, stop, stop pushing me. And she like got behind me, grabbed my shirt collar and like would not let go. <laughs> like I was passing out and she yeah. wouldn't let go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's a little fucked up, <laughs> but <laughs> that's to be expected. So there was all this. I didn't want to deal with it. Um, had to be the adult for two households. And yeah, that was, that just wasn't fun. Right. So I mean, you know, school on top of all that. Yeah. It just, yeah. No, mm-hmm. didn't want to stick around for that. Right. Um, 
I think things really got bad when I was around seven, because that was when I started praying. I wouldn't fucking wake up in the morning. Yeah. So not to not to bring the mood down, folks. <laughs> but yeah, this was when. What was I reading at that time? I don't even remember what I was reading at that time. Probably like Aragon ish, maybe Percy Jackson. I'm trying to do the mental math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Aragon, Percy Jackson. That's where all that was. So like. Right around that, I had liked books, and I picked up the odd one, mm-hmm. you know, like in the classroom or whatever. But then I found, you know, like the bigger series, the ongoing ones, the really well-built worlds meant for bigger kids. Yeah. And, you know, I was one of those like, gifted kids. Not now, mm-hmm. burnt out, but a gifted kid. Yeah. So, yeah, I could pick up Aragon and finish it by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Can't now. <laughs> Can't now. Been on the same book for three months. Yeah. I think it's with more responsibilities, too. I sometimes feel guilty when I'm reading because I'm like, I should be doing this and this and this. And that get, it's harder to get into the book because I'm like, Ugh, should I really be reading right now? That's understandable. But for mine, it's for mine it's an effort thing. And I don't know if it's executive dysfunction or what. Speaking of, I didn't take my meds. <laughs> um, but mine is like, oh, I don't want to. Like, I want to read. I want to know the story. I want to get into that world. Like, Master of One, I want to know what's going to happen with Shiny. I want to know who who was Three's master, who was Four's master. I want to know all that. Yeah. But it's the effort of picking up the book and starting reading and remembering where I was and having Mm -hmm. to pull that world back up. Yeah. Um... Which, okay, so I know we've had the discussion about, I at least think I'm undiagnosed ADD or ADHD. I don't have the money to go get tested, so we're just coping the best we know how. Yeah. But, um, used to, when I was reading, like, two books a day, it was, you know, school and, like, re- like any spare moment, I had to be keeping my brain occupied. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also probably some anxiety, too. Because, yeah. like, right now, the depression way out ways the anxiety mm-hmm. at least that's what I told him when I got on meds but used to it was the opposite like yeah I was a little sad yeah I didn't want to be here mm-hmm. but I like had a nervous breakdown if you looked at me wrong yeah um so it was I don't want to be here I don't want to I don't want to be in this classroom right now so if I'm finished with my work there's no reason to sit here and twiddle my thumbs and worry about everyone else what they think of me and how they're reacting to me yeah it's Let's see, you know, what Jazz is doing right now. Let's see if Inez, you know, still has both her legs. Let's... <laughs> yeah. I'll see if Ketternam's burning yet. <laughs> like, yes! Oh, I would have loved if he did that. But I guess, you know, that he would lose a lot He did of his damn best. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That that didn't affect him, yeah. He, brick by brick! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally any time they're like, how does this affect... Va- brick by brick! <laughs> I'll go break him down brick by brick! Just... <laughs> I love him. Oh, my son. (laughs) Well, I mean, since we started the talk about imagination, I've been trying to think, like, what... Oh, we kind of got off track. You said, what what was going on with you? (laughs) And we just kind of got off track of that. Oh, no, no, we didn't. We We didn't? didn't. Okay, I don't know. No, it was all about, you know, your problems. I still have this much coffee left. (laughs) I have quite a lot, too. Um, But I've... So what, what about you? What was going on with you? Um... Well, because like you said, you kind of had like a slower mm-hmm. building into it. Yeah. Well, the reading part, but if we're talking about other forms of escapism, like the imagination thing. Although, I'm not sure. So, I definitely used mine more than kids around me, and definitely more than kids nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> but it yeah. wasn't ever like a problem. 
and I didn't see it as one. I still don't see it as one because I think it's a natural thing for kids to yeah. do. Um, which I mean, counselors say it's healthy, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, you know, nowadays, so with us growing up, like, yeah, we've got an age gap, but with us growing up, we didn't have, you know, three different electronic devices that provided all sorts of entertainment. And I'm not right. saying, you know, ooh, hey, technology's evil. No, definitely not. But, but just, you know, we were kind of forced to, you know, come up with our own stuff. Mm -hmm. So. And I, I recognize that it's sometimes easier for adults to just hand the tablet to the kid and let them go at it so that they can get some work done. But I feel like parents have gotten a lot lazier with that stuff. They're oh, yeah. Just whenever the kid's crying, shove an iPad at their face and then they're good, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's a little depressing because I do think that imagination builds character, but... You know, whatever. <laughs> and, like, don't get me wrong. I understand the benefits of having technology at that age. Because, yeah. like, okay, a good chunk of what I know, I know from, like, fiction. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I know that if you just chuck a body in a fire, you're still going to have bone bits you got to get rid of. Right. But that was probably not the best piece of knowledge I could have brought up. But it was what I thought of first. Uh, but, you know, when you're a kid, you're curious about everything. Mm -hmm. And I can see that backfiring. Like, where do babies come from? And then you get sex, you know, um... What are those called? Not modules. Diagrams. You get yeah. sex diagrams. And maybe that's not the best thing mm -hmm. for, you know, a four or five, six-year-old to be seeing. But at the same time, you know, if you ask your parent, they're like, oh, I don't know. Instead of telling you something, like, where do babies come from? The stork drops them off. Or, oh, when two people love each other very much, they just happen. <laughs> Giving them some kind of bullshit answer until right. they get older. But, right. you know, you know, how is lava formed? I don't fucking know that. If I'd known that as a kid, I could have looked it up. Mm -hmm. If I had an iPad when I was, like, um, your brother's age, yeah. I, God, you know what I would have been watching? Paleontology videos. I was fucking obsessed with dinosaurs as a kid. Yeah. So I would have been learning everything about dinosaurs, like, everything about rocks, about volcanoes, mm -hmm. like, that shit. That's what I would have been looking up. Well, they also just don't have that, um, what's the word, urge, or, what's a better yeah, no, I get what you're saying. To like, not go out and look for information, you know? Yeah. They don't even, they're not even interested in that. Like, I get it being entertained and playing games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Although, ABC Mouse is a great resource. Yes. Yes, yeah. it is. They liked that a lot for a little bit, but you I know some clients that need to get on ABC <sighs> Mouse because they can't fucking read. Yeah. Yeah, they, they certainly learn a lot from some of those, but then other times they're just watching other people play video games. Yeah, which, like, <laughs> that I can kind of understand. Like, don't get me wrong. There are games that, like, I don't want to spend the money on or, like, yeah. don't really appeal to me, but I'll watch other people play walkthroughs. Yeah. Um, and my sister actually showed me one. Um, what was it? I can't fucking remember the name of it. God damn it, I can't remember the name of the game. It was this little girl. Ma'am. Uh, and listeners, if you all know the name of this game, please, please reach out to us and let us know. Because I cannot remember it and I don't even know if I could look it up. Because I don't remember enough to, like, specifically Google it. <laughs> uh, but it was this little girl and, like, I think her parents were dead. And she was locked in, like, an insane asylum and they gave her some meds. And, like, if you, and, like, in the game, if you take the meds, you see, like, what's under reality. And there's, like, yeah. blood smears on the wall. There's dead bodies everywhere. When you mm -hmm. take the pills, you see, like, shit's gone down. It was kind of like dimension jumping, okay? Okay. Um, I think it was Markiplier that played it. That sounds right. Um, but she had me watch it with her, and we watched the whole thing through. And there was, like, this big skeleton dude with a top hat, and there was, like, a black cat named, like, Mr. Midnight. That sounds right. 
It it was a trip. It was a yeah. fucking acid trip. But it was it a it like was a it. fun game. Sure, sure, I believe you. <laughs> and then we watched some kind of ocean one. I can't remember what it was called either. But you like had this little underground, underground underwater, not like a submarine, but like a base, like a little aqua base thing. Yeah. Um, and you could go harvest resources. You could harvest fish. You could cook food. You could build shit. You could expand. It was kind of like underwater Minecraft. Yeah. Like the whole thing was underwater. Nice. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Of course, you know if you went like far enough or deep enough, you'd also see like these big ass creatures. Nice. That were gonna eat you. <laughs> so. That sounds fun. Um, so back to my... Yes, back to the original... Sorry. Problems. Um. No, you're good. It's a conversation. I just, um, mine were more spaced out than, like, my parents getting a divorce and then your dad, you know, going through what he went through. God, that, yeah, yeah. Trip all around, folks. Right. Um, there was, like, court every fucking week. They went to court. Yeah. Like, Grandma would be over, and, I, you know, Mom would come out dressed up, like, where are you going? You yeah. on a date? And she's like, no, I got court. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> Court? Okay, that's, that's, that's big people trouble. That's what that is. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so, if, there's a lot of relationship problems. Um, that, okay, so apparently, um... I watched my father beat my mother. What? Yeah. Ma'am. to me. Well, I mean, obviously, it's not news to me. When did... But my mother... So, I think I was around three. So, that's probably why I don't remember it. This wasn't the time... No. Because she wasn't born yet, was she? That they had you take your sister and, like, go wait in the car? No. No, that's a different time. God damn. So, um, my father got drunk when I was younger. Um, apparently this was a regular thing. And my... Welcome to the club. (laughs) Right. And, uh, my mother, uh, she was gonna take me and go stay with my grandparents because my father was acting a fool. Understandable, right? Um. <laughs> Have you lost your damn mind? Cause I'll help you find it. <laughs> right. And he feared that she was stealing me away from <laughs> him. And, um, <laughs> he didn't like that idea. So he started hitting on her. Oh. And oh. Not oh. in the romantic way. <laughs> oh my God. No, don't take the kids, baby. I can change. Just, like, hip motion. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Deaton and Deaton Counseling. Yeah. And um, I was apparently screaming and crying the entire time because I was watching. So that was fun. I mean, yeah? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Um, I also moved a lot when I was younger. Um, yeah, because was he active duty at that time? Or? He was when I was born. Um, and then, like, for a year or two after. I think until my sister was born, he was active duty, and he was only, um, what's the word? Released? I guess, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> Honorable discharge? Yes. Okay. Um, because of an injury. It was, like, okay. his back was jacked up. Nice. I think a boat, like, pushed him against a dock, if I remember correctly, and that really jacked I mean, yeah, that jacked everybody's back up. That makes that makes the whole ladder incident a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was what her worry was that it, his back injury. Had I knew like something had happened with him, but I didn't know yeah. what it was. Which I mean, you know, the ladder thing was bad by itself. Um, of course, he, folks at home, he fell off. What was it like a sixteen foot ladder? Yeah, because you have like twenty foot ceilings. Yeah, because yeah, he was trying to paint and didn't want to wait for anyone to hold it. So mm-hmm. yeah, the ladder fell, and we woke up that Saturday morning to a loud thump that shook the house and then screaming. So yes, that was fun. Um, and, of course, what happened to me in elementary school happened, and I was, okay, this might be 
<laughs> this might be a talk for another time. Never mind. Um, <laughs> no, wait, what was it? So I was thinking about it the other day because for some reason, uh, somebody on maybe social media on like one of the communities I'm in or something was talking about that kind of stuff. Consent, really. Oh, okay. And I was like, did I? And, um... Wait, wait, I think I missed something. Oh, wait, never mind, never mind, I'm on the same track. Never okay, mind. cool. I'm present. Uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna have to put some trigger warnings on this one. Wait, listen. On we all of them, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's what we should have called the show. <laughs> trigger warning. Um, so, I, and it's not like I knew what they had planned on doing. Like, it's not like she approached me and said, hey, this is how this works. And I would like to ask you if you would like to do it. <laughs> that didn't happen. So it's not like I had a chance to say yes or no. It was... She she said, hey, my brother did this to me. <laughs> and then proceeded to do it. And, you know... I was like, because I didn't stop her, and because it continued, did that mean? Wait, that now I who did her? this to you? Um, one of my classmates. <laughs> the whole story. We we can talk about the whole story. Um, on another one. Oh yeah, we, no, that's that's fine. I was. <laughs> if we would wish to talk about that kind of trauma. Um, and consent. What well, that could be on the other conversation. That can be on the sex. I want you to know my damn hit list gets longer every day. <laughs> no, I mean, I, like I, in ranks at the top right now. Honestly, I uh, what's the not pity, but like to this day, I feel bad for her. Oh no, not for her. Oh, for her or, brother. Yeah, no, okay. that's that's who's on the list now. Exactly. Yeah, I. Because I, I just know that the cycle probably continued, you know, and that's depressing. Like, I would Very. never do that to anyone, even though it was no. done to me, but, like, she probably continued to do it to other people, and, yeah. I don't know how my teachers didn't, because this stuff was in the middle of class. <laughs> Y'all, if you could see my face right now. <laughs> I, you know, so anyway, that happened, and then, um, my... Mother, no, my father cheated on my mother, and that's when some dishes were thrown, and my mother was like, take your sister to the car, and your grandmother's gonna come pick you up, and we stayed in the car for about an hour before anything happened. <laughs> and then, um, uh, my grandparents got divorced, um, my parents, my mother this time cheated on my father, um... <laughs> And then wait, the police wait, wait. Now, came which... and grabbed my father. Wait, what? Yeah. Was this like, wait, recent? No, this was about, oh gosh, seven years ago maybe? Okay. And this was when all of the children had been born. Well, and yeah. I can't, well, yes, I, I was just clarifying that I was in charge of calming them all down because my father came, I was doing homework, okay? My father came into the house, looked pissed as hell, <laughs> ran to the kitchen, grabbed my mother, and took her outside and was screaming. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Freaking out, right? And apparently she called the cops, and the police officer came upstairs with my father, because I had brought everybody upstairs, and I had called people. I was like, what do I do? I don't know what to do. <laughs> I was freaking out. And uh, I brought every all of my siblings upstairs, and... Uh, <laughs> And, um, they, uh, 
the police officer brought my dad upstairs and my dad was like crying and he was like I love you and I was like sure you do no <laughs> no I I was actually one of this was one of the times when I was the angriest I have ever been with my parents wait 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 just I love you guys all the mm-hmm <laughs> I can see it, it now. It wasn't even his fault. It was my mother's fault. No, and just the I whole actually, situation and the yeah, fact yeah. that shit like this keeps happening. <laughs> like, yeah. how long have we known each other? Like, four-ish yeah, years? Four-ish years. <laughs> we need to sit down and count that out. <laughs> we do. Don't even know our own anniversary. Uh, we don't know the amount of years. We know the yeah, anniversary. Yeah, we know the anniversary. Because yeah. there's big, there's big <laughs> boom-booms. Right, right. <laughs> the whole, all of America celebrates our anniversary. This how is true. How special does it make you feel? <laughs> Um, very special until I come home and she tries to climb between the bed and the wall because <laughs> she doesn't like it. Yeah, true, true. Um, but I actually said that I hated my parents whenever my grandmother came upstairs because I was like under my blankets. Finally, you know, someone had taken care of the other kids and my grandmother was like, you don't hate them, you love them. And I was like, no, I hate them because they just kept repeating the same old stuff. And I was yeah. like, how hard is it? As a child, I was saying, literally. how hard is it? <laughs> yeah, so I matured very quickly, and that's probably why uh, books and everything was a good escape. Because I could read, and I could deal with problems that were very different from my own. Yeah, because yeah. let me tell you, I'd I'd rather be a crime lord in the barrel. <laughs> right, right. Although it makes me feel better whenever you hear stories like Inej's, and even though mine was nowhere near that intense, yeah. it still is, you know... Relatable. Right. What? And word? you know, the way she's dealt with it and everything, uh-huh. and like the promises she's made to herself, how? and how she's handled like, um... Shit, what's the word? What is... Trauma? Is no, that, oh, not the trauma. What? I don't know what this means. <laughs> no, romantic abd- ed- ed- <laughs> affection. Being I- hit on. We're just gonna oh, go with that. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, advances. That's the uh, word. Okay, thing. okay. See, this doesn't yeah. mean advances. It doesn't mean advances. Lilith. <laughs> this doesn't mean advances. My ass. Anyway. <laughs> um, and the way she's handled like different advances, like from Cass specifically, you know. Like, I'm fine with, you know, you, because it's you, but I'm going to have you without armor. That's my one stipulation. Because she recognized, you know, you fucked in the head too, bitch boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think it's how badass she is. Like, she was able to overcome that. Yes. She, oh my god, queen. (laughs) Was it? No, I think I'm thinking of a fanfic. Representation is so important. Was it was it a Nej that was like put in a room with a man and made to kill him and she threw up afterwards? No. No. Okay, that was a fanfic. Right. <laughs> My Hero Academia fanfic, no less. We're nice. not going to talk about that. That one <laughs> sounds amazing. Yeah, it was a uh, villain Deku. That's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I told. Listen, listen. What did I say? Dark tastes. <laughs> we can't have no, you know, hurt, comfort, fluffing. No, it's it's all hurt, nothing else. <laughs> Angst only. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, whew. Cassian and Nesta. The stuff that they go through and, like, the stuff that they share, like, the intimate moments mm-hmm. when they start talking about their trauma. I'm like, <sighs> No, I will say one trope that I absolutely hate in fiction, I absolutely hate it, is when the woman is upset. Because it's, it's usually, you know, a man and a woman. It's usually heteros. Like, we don't yeah. know if they're bi, but most of the time it's, like, hetero-coded. Right. Um. 
woman is upset about something and she's just going on or she's pissed at the guy for whatever reason. And instead of talking it out with her, instead of hearing it out, he just kisses her. Usually, like, pushes her against the wall and just kisses her while she's oh, still trying yeah. to talk. And I get, oh, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be cute and all he cares about her. But if a man ever does that to me, I'm gonna punch him. Right, because he did like, well, first off, he didn't even ask. He didn't even ask. And he it interrupted. Was, and it's usually yeah. violent and, like, you're backed against them. You can't right. get away. Mm-hmm. No. No. Yeah. Like, that's it. Relationship over. <sighs> Pack your shit. Right. I feel violated. No. Oh Goodbye. my gosh. What I love about A Court of Silver Flames yes. is that every time they go to do something, Either she asks him or he asks her. Even non-verbally, like that one scene you sent me a picture of where like he was waiting for her yeah. to make the move. Yeah. And then she was like, yep. And then he pounced. I was like, oh, that's the hottest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Why'd you stop? Because. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, and... we respect consent. And I didn't consent, but it was consensual. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I didn't consent, but they consented, and they did it together, so that's the only thing that happened. That's important. Nobody cares about my opinion. Anyway, <laughs> I can just see him. I can just see Cassian sitting with Asriel, and Asriel's just like, mm, the whole time, and he's like, drunk out of his mind. <laughs> she didn't even ask me about whether or not she could fuck a different dude. Yay! <laughs> and he's just, and As is just like, little shadow comes up and pats him on the head. <laughs> Yes, oh my god, I love Az so much. I have such a hard time choosing between the three of them. Like, if, not that I have. I want a fool. Right, but I'm like, who would I, so my problem is, I feel like me and Az would get along better. Yes. But I'm more, like, as far as Elaine, Nesta, and Feyre go. You're Nesta, right? I am more of a Nesta, yeah. Like, reading well, the book, I'm like. a little quiz you took. You what? took that little quiz and you sent me a picture? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that was just for fun. But, um, <laughs> um, I just, knowing her personality and how she reacts to things and, you know, how she keeps up this wall and, you know, how she's yeah. mean because of her drama. Yeah. <laughs> I relate a not lot to Not that you're that. mean. No, you're not mean. <laughs> I'm just mean to, you know, other people until they get to know me. <laughs> um... <laughs> Not in like a, I don't, I feel like I just made myself sound like a terrible person. <laughs> no, you're not, I get what you mean, because like, I'm the same yeah. way. It's like a wall, you know, just yeah. to protect yourself. Yeah, yeah, like, until you get to know me, like, yeah, you'll mm-hmm. see me, you know, like, I'll make jokes around you and whatnot, yeah. until, you know, you fucking cross me or mine, like, right. like, in in doesn't get to see <laughs> nice Lilith anymore. Nice Lilith is gone. <laughs> I'm gonna live she up to died. my namesake. <laughs> right, yeah. Can't tempt to the phone right now. She's dead. Right, yeah. <laughs> No, good. Mm, <laughs> but like at work, like yeah, I'll like, like uh, what's her name? I can't even remember her name. One of my managers, not my, I'm a manager. One of the other managers, <laughs> love her. Um, she's the one that gave me a ride home when I was stuck, and I like, couldn't get to work. Aww, I got a ride to yeah. work, but then she was the one that brought me home. Yeah. Um. Like her, I'd I'd be fine telling her like my deep is dark as shit. Yeah. Because uh, she she's told me some of hers. Like I told her a little bit of my like her. I could actually see being like long term friends with. Mm-hmm. But like the one that gave me a ride to work that day, <laughs> she she the touched one. Yeah. One of the touched ones. Yeah. So like I keep with that friend at work and like around new people, it's like oh well, you know I'll be nice. I'll be perfectly fucking civil to yeah. an extent. Yeah. And then you know after a while it's gonna be one of two ways mm-hmm. either. You're not gonna see nice little no more. <laughs> Or we're going to be good friends. Yeah. There's there's no in-between. Mm-hmm. Of course, with us, it was, you know, like five minutes, and it's like, oh, twin flames or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not in a gay way. <laughs> no. 
Uh, well, I was just about to say soulmates, but again, not in a gay way. Platonic. Yeah, yeah. I wish people didn't, you know, like, platonic. Okay, I wish people didn't do that. Right. Because, like, honestly, I feel like platonic soulmates are underrated. And I get, I recognize we're getting off track again. <laughs> but I feel like they're underrated. Because, mm-hmm. like, like, I have never been in a relationship, like, officially, ever yeah. in my mm-hmm. life. Uh, and I'm terrified as to what that looks like. That's a conversation mm-hmm. for another podcast, though. Yeah, sure. Or another episode, not a whole other podcast. <laughs> another we'll episode. Whole podcast just for that. <laughs> another episode. But I would hope, at least, that it would look something like our relationship. Maybe yeah. a bit more physically intimate. Mm-hmm. Not extremely so. Maybe a bit more physically yeah. intimate. But, again, whenever I think of, you know, what a romantically-based relationship would look like, mm-hmm. All I can picture is the domestic stuff mm-hmm. and interactions like we have. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is, okay. <laughs> Loved. Little face you're making. I was like, that's a good one, right? <laughs> yes, that was a good one. Okay. What is next on the list now that we've gotten complete? We've gone oh, around yes. every median in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, just to complete the thought that was said a while ago. Um. <laughs> you remember what that was? Yes, yes. Good. I usually do. I, You know, other people, I feel like rude, I guess, maybe, when I bring the conversation back to the point that we never finished. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you do that, because I can't fucking remember. Often so. people can't, and I'm like, we were over here a second ago. I was over on come- the bench. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. If you want to come back to that so you can finish your thought and I can finish mine, that'd be great, because I have stuff in my mind that I'd like to finish. <laughs> I don't know if you do, too. Um, and if we don't get it out now, the conversation's going to be replaying in my head how it could have, yes. should have, would have happened, yeah. but... Anxiety! <laughs> Okay, so, the point. Oh, yes. So, because I feel more like a Nesta, I feel like Cassian is the one that I should yeah. attach myself to. That sounds weird. <laughs> but but our next thing is characters that we're emotionally attached to because they made, like, safe characters, comfort ooh, characters. Ooh, so ooh. So, I feel this, like Cassian... This episode about to double in length, <laughs> just so you know. Right, right. Cassian should be mine. He's mine. He's mine. That's it. It's official. No, somebody, no. somebody call. Uh, what's what her I mean. name? Sarah J. Mass. Yeah. Somebody call Sarah J. Mass. He's mine. Officially. That's Mark it down. I, mean. I just mean like out of the three brothers, I feel like I should buy some merch that looks like Cassian. You know, a shirt with Cassian on it, or a pillow like yours. You know. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's I know all... I'm getting you for your birthday now. <laughs> Perfect! Go to Redbubble. They have the best stuff. They really do. Them and Etsy. I'm like, oh my god, how did right, I not know? Right, I was gonna give you a, a, um, well, I don't know if I should tell you, but I don't know if it will. I'm just gonna tell you. Okay. I was gonna buy you an ornament with Reese and Feyre in it during Starfall, oh. but it sold out like that as soon as it was released. Like, she showed it and she was like, this is gonna be in the sale, and I was like, awesome! I literally would out. have cried. Like, I already almost cried between the pillow and the shirt and everything. Mm-hmm. But I literally would have cried if you guys ever I, I tried so hard, but it was like everyone wanted it, so. Well, clearly. <laughs> Understa- understandable. Like, I don't blame them. <laughs> okay, so comfort characters. Oh, yes. God. Um, if you want to narrow it down to, like, top five, you know, that's perfectly fine. No, I have, to, I have to think of what they mm-hmm. are. Because for me, yeah. it's more the universe. Like, the universe is our comfort. Because, like, yeah. I can fit in better or, like, mm-hmm. hmm, hmm. To hmm. that point, <laughs> I, I know that Divergent about this. is absolute trash. I recognize <laughs> that. But because it's more of a dystopian than a fantasy, when I was younger and couldn't really, like... Uh, well, I say young. It, this was in middle school when I started um, 
Divergent. Um, and at that point, I had been in middle school for two years, and middle school was my lowest point. And, um, because I had been through, like, five. <laughs> and also, um, peer pressure was the worst during that time for me. It wasn't high school. It was middle school. And I don't, I guess it was because I was from a small town, and, like, people were getting pregnant in middle school, okay? Yeah. Fucking how? I can't, I, I don't know how. Or I, <laughs> I do know how. I had, I started, like, mine when I was in, like, seventh grade. Right, Which was not yeah. fucking fun, but. Right, yeah. So, I, there was just so much pressure and everything, and I feel like middle school it was harder to get into the fantastical worlds although that was when I started Harry Potter so I don't know what I'm trying to say but you know Divergent I get I just, what you're saying cause you know. <laughs> okay so Harry Potter at least for the first couple books anyway mm-hmm. uh, you know later like or the Phoenix and whatnot it gets a bit grittier I guess Yeah. Uh, but like those first few books anyway it's it's more light. It's more, like, fantasy-based. Like, oh, yeah. there's magic. And, yes, there's conflict, but mm-hmm. not, like, you know, war and strife. Right. And, you know, um, just, to repeat myself, Romances. a war-ridden country. Yeah, there's romance. There's It's it's going to school, and it's, like, finding a place at yeah. school, finding a home at mm-hmm. that school. Yeah, and he would return to, like, the real world, you know? Yeah, and the real world was shit. Oh, yeah, I mean, not, yeah. Not too far off from reality, but... Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I can... For me... I've never actually had peer pressure. I was the kid that no one talked to. It was like, sounds depressing when I say that, but, <laughs> but it was because I was reading all the yeah, time yeah. and because I was quiet. Um, and, you know, gr- okay, so I was raised in like a borderline cult. Like, <laughs> church, for those of you playing at home, uh, it was the Church of Christ, which I know you're like, it's just church. It's just Christians. No, this was like women were like slightly above property. It wasn't like a sex, like out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. We had people and you weren't allowed to leave like the convent. It wasn't anything like that. Um, but it was a little, you know, a little building like, I'm trying to think, like the little foyer was as big as my room that we're in right now. Uh, which which isn't very big for you folks. It's a little... I live in a little two-bedroom apartment. So, like, my whole bedroom is, like, half of the building that the church was. So, like, double this, and you've got, like, the uh, sanctuary area. There was a nursery. There were bathrooms. That was it. That was the whole church. It was a bunch of old... I say a bunch of old people. There was, like, a dozen when everyone showed up. A dozen people. Yeah. It, middle of bumfucking nowhere. Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> between Shelbyville and Frankfurt, it was... God. <laughs> God, it was, yeah, no, mm-mm. So, growing up with that and growing up with, you know, parents who believed that, mainly mom, who was, you know, caretaker, taught me everything, and then, you know, grandparents were heavily in that. Mm-hmm. It was just, mm-mm. <laughs> I didn't, I was, I was the weird kid. Like, yeah, yeah. I love books, and I talk about that. I'm obsessed with ancient history. I don't know if you were like that. Like, Percy oh, Jackson yes. kick-started Greek it. Greek mythology? Greek mythology. Was my crap, okay? Yeah. Oh, ooh. Can't even, can't even get into that. But then, like, in seventh grade, we got into, like, Mesopotamia and the Spartans. And I was like, I've seen 300! Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was a whole thing. But, well, no, you go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, um, history was kind of like a book. Like, yeah. it was a different time period, you could, and you could go into it and pretend, you know, you were at a ball or something, you know? It was, it was great. <laughs> yeah, no, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, no, I didn't know, like, a lot of, you know, the more worldly things. Everyone was yeah. like, just, just leave, just leave her alone. Which was nice instead of, you know, like, ridiculously bullying me. Right. Or relentlessly, I guess is the right word, bullying me. I uh, was... Oh. oh, no, you go ahead. Oh, <laughs> I 
Are you just, trying? Yeah, okay. I was just making noise. Oh, okay. Um, I was bullied, but I was also, like, friends with a lot of people. And I use the friend, the term friends lightly. Because yeah, it wasn't like what we have. Right. And because I think it's part of how you could jump into the books and you could use your imagination. That I was able to um, kind of switch faces. Yes! <laughs> and... I'm glad it wasn't just me. That's fantastic, because I thought it was just me. Um, I could be with the popular kids, and I hated that the most, but that's how you survived. You know, you just acted like you talked like you were one of them, and agreed, oh yeah, that looks, that makes you look skinny, or whatever, you know. And then I was also popular, or not popular, um, friends with, like, the more, I don't want to use the word ghetto, but, like, they smoked... Yeah. They, they drank at really young ages. I was also friends with them. And that was more of like, I felt like they needed a good person. Yeah. And they were also kind of loners. So I would be friends with them. But again, I had to put on that face to get near them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a... How do I explain it? No, I I'm think you're explaining person, it wonderfully. Like a mean person. I got a resting bee face. But also... You care about people. Right. Yeah. No, I completely get that. Yeah. Which is weird, because I hate people, but, like... <laughs> no, I could switch faces. I didn't really have to do it at school so much. I had, I had like, a couple friends, mostly just acquaintances. Yeah. Like, we never really got beyond acquaintance. Right. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't hang out with the popular kids. Mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't. Half the shit they said didn't make fucking sense. They, they were mean. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but, um, no, I would switch faces. I would switch faces around family. Yeah. Yeah, that like, too. I was different around Grandma than I was around Mom, than I was mm-hmm. around Dad, than I was when I was by myself, than yeah. I was around my aunts, then, yeah, mm-hmm. just switch faces. Well, different face at home than at church, mm-hmm. different face at different churches, different, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, just, I know exactly what you're saying. It's just a survival tactic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, how that's, that's, why I like, <laughs> yeah. that's why I, like, briefly for, like, a whole semester at BCTC considered acting and, like, took a class and everything, so yeah. I was like, look, I can do it now. <laughs> I mean, I definitely can do it, but I feel like acting is just not... Oh, I, I think I it's what acting. it used to be. Like, stage acting yeah. is different than, like, movie acting. Because movie acting, like, mm-hmm. you just show up one day and do all your shit in front of a green screen. Yeah. Which, like, don't get me wrong, that's still, like, important. Like, mm-hmm. we still need that, yeah. but... Yeah. I definitely love stage acting. And, like, musicals, I would love to be a part of that stuff. Especially because I like being a different person, you know? And escaping. <laughs> but, um, I just don't have the abilities to do that, I guess. Like, my stage fright is just too overwhelming. It's not stage fright for me. It's, it's not being perfect. This goes back to perfectionism. It's not mm. being able to perfectly hit that note every time. Yeah. Or being able to ace those lines or step in the right spot. It's the fact I'm terrified I'm going to mess up and everyone's going to see it, well, exactly. That's that's stage fright. Uh, you know? But I don't care. There's people. It's the fact that I couldn't do it on command. Well, like you fear messing up in front of the people. I fear messing up, stage. like period. Well, yeah. Like even at practice, I wouldn't want the first practice. Yeah. Not even a dress rehearsal. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to mess up because I'm that terrified of it. Right. Yeah. That, that's. <laughs> I mean, it's not because you're in front of people that. Gives, well, I mean, it could be for some people. It's just performance. Like, if I fuck yeah. up on anything, I'm like, no, this is it. We suck ass. We're never going to do it again. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's that's another podcast. <laughs> another episode. <laughs> me. Not really. <laughs> Listen, we're supposed to be convincing people we're not gay. 
Well, we're not what? in a relationship. <laughs> we need it. Anyway, back to comfort characters. Oh, God. So, I don't know if you guys have read Deep Blue. It's about some mermaids. and You wrote yours down. You I, were smart. I sure did. You were smart. Um, <laughs> so, I'll start with that one. Uh, it's Well, it's got five main characters, but it starts off with um, this mermaid named Serafina. And just her attitude, um, the fact that she was a mermaid, you know. I Good, bad, was, ugly. Oh, no, like, she, she's one of my she's comfort, comfort characters. Okay, I didn't yeah. know if this was, like, going somewhere else. Oh, like, no. the blind one with the piranha, or... Oh, no, she was epic, too. Like, <laughs> the best women role models, okay? Because <laughs> they were all... Just queens. They were queens. Okay. <laughs> Selena, or Selena Sardothian. Oh, yes. Yeah. Cassian yes. <laughs> as Reese in this current book. What Reese is really terrible right now. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't want to read this book. I guess she's just writing him differently because it's from Nesta's point of view. Yeah. But even Cassian, Damn. in his point of view, I'm like, dude, why are you being so mean? <laughs> I get you're a high lord, but like, chill out. I'm going to, like, read the sentence and then I have to go back and be like, was that my bad boy that said that? <laughs> yeah. I know well, you fucking did. It's just the way he, he hates Nesta. And I, I understand Because he why... blames her for every, not, like, everything that happened. Like, we yeah. had the conversation the other day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he blames her for, like, Feyre having to support them and her not yeah. lifting a finger to help. Although, he shouldn't blame Nesta. Because it shouldn't have been on Nesta or Feyre. It should have been on the father. It should have been on the father. The fact that he just gave up was like... Maybe he's just mad at Nesta because the dad isn't alive anymore to blame. (laughs) Maybe that's it. (laughs) We need to unpack some things, Race. You need to go to counseling, okay? Okay. Because this is unacceptable. He should have been going to counseling, period, after all the shit that's happened with him. But anyway, we are getting way off topic. (laughs) Fair, yeah. Do you really have the Bat Boys down? Um, I don't. I didn't need to remember those. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I do have the books. So, from Six of Crows, we have Inej, Kaz, Jesper. I thought we were keeping it top five. <laughs> the whole of Six of Crows. Every single character. No. Well, no. no not all of them. The dregs. Got, okay. The main dregs, to be more specific. Because I was going to say, not Big Bolliger, not no. Perhaskel. No, yeah. Not... No. Uh-uh. Um, Harry Potter, I... Harry Potter. Harry Potter. The Weasleys, specifically oh, Weasley. Fred and George, and the mother, because she just made me feel I love nice. Molly. Yeah, Molly was fantastic. And we know exactly what you want from Fred and George. <laughs> <laughs> I want a anyway. um, Yeah, so that, that's all my characters that are so close to my, There's obviously a lot more, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously a lot more. Yeah, no, I get that. Uh, <laughs> I get, okay. Do not laugh at me. Do no. not laugh at me. Safe zone. Safe zone. Because I know you don't watch anime, but the characters no. are just yeah. as good to Velocity. Don't eat me. What? I will not eat you. Not, not, yeah, in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> no, I'll leave that to Reese. Oh my, okay. What okay, if I want ass? Anyway, anyway, <laughs> off topic. <laughs> Listen, he, okay, I was going to say, he's got shadow magic, but Reese has, anyway, anyway, very off topic, very off topic. Okay, we're fo- shifting into comfort character mode. Yeah, <laughs> anime. Yes. Um, so, Dobby from My Hero Academia. Okay. Because, and you know, slight, slight spoiler, if you haven't, you know, uh, I was going to say watch the manga, Jesus fuck, read the manga. 
Um, which granted, I'm very behind on, so I don't have like all the concrete evidence, but I know for a fact he is a Todoroki. So I relate to him because just being like the burnt out, ha ha, pun intended, <laughs> <laughs> um, older gifted sibling, just, you know, everything, like things were expected of you and you just, you didn't, you couldn't because of who you were or how shit played out for whatever reason. Like I said, I'm not caught up on the manga. Um, you weren't able to meet those expectations and, you know, you were blamed for whatever reason, um, or made out to be a bad guy or whatever behind, behind your back, from your parents to your siblings. I don't know if Endeavor actually did that, but he can suck my ass either way. <laughs> um, so Dobby, my burnt chicken nugget man, love him. Oh, and I'm also, you know, I'm the family disappointment, I'm the gay cousin, and I'm, you know, the emo cousin, so... <laughs> He doesn't really relate in the witchcraft section of that, so... Yeah. But, yeah, he checks those three boxes. <laughs> um, who else? There is more. Unlike her, I did not write mine down, because I'm a dumbass. She sure is. <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> yes, she's that, and I'm that. <laughs> You've never seen Supernatural, have you? Have you seen the first episode? Yeah, yeah. Uh, jerk. Bitch. Yeah. Okay, that was it. Um, I'm looking at my bookshelf trying to think. Oh, Skullduggery Pleasant. Of course. You always talk about that one. Yeah, he is... I told you you had a Court of Wings and Ruin. That was okay. on the last podcast, or episode, guys. The last podcast. <laughs> and there's, um, not Silver Flames, Frost and Starlight right next to it. I'm so glad yeah. you have my shelf memorized. <laughs> Skullduggery Pleasant. For those of you who don't know, he is a walking, talking, um... Skeleton. I was swallowing a mouthful of spit. I should not have said that. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Anyway, anyway, moving on. He's a skeleton. He can walk, he can talk, he wears suits. Um, he drives a Bentley. He has elemental magic, so he can work with the four elements. He is sarcastic as hell. I love him to death. Um, not gonna lie, like a bit of a fictional father character. And I realize I sound fucked up saying Aww. that. I realize I sound fucked up saying no, that. Oh, that's so sweet. What you... <laughs> I don't know if I have, like, uh, any characters that I see as parentals, you know? Well, he's, like, 9,000 years old well, yeah, and yeah. literally dead as hell, but, so. But, I mean, Reese is, what, 500 years old or something? Big, big difference. 9,500? 9,000? I don't know. He was in, like, six wars, okay? okay the okay. last one is how he died. He's a skeleton. They threw him in a sack and let is him decompose. any age? <laughs> These are our daily arguments, guys. <laughs> this, we actually have never had that argument before. <laughs> well, I just mean they always have to do with fictional worlds. We don't argue about anything. Not necessarily always fictional. They do. They're always ridiculous, though. They are, yeah. It's never over anything actually substantial, which yeah, I guess is have, healthy. Yeah, yeah. We don't have drama. Um, okay, next comfort character. Um, and again, going back to anime, don't eat me in any... Mm, mm, quit making that face. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ken Kaneki... We're going back to Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> that, that still remains one of my favorite series across all um, forms of media. TV, books, all that. I, I love it to death. Um, I relate to Kaneki specifically because when I read it... Where was I? Oh, I was in junior year of high school. I know because if I hadn't been reading Tokyo Ghoul and waiting on the weekly updates, I would have killed myself. Yes! Uh, <laughs> you sound so excited. No, yes, I, queen! I just... Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, because that was, like, literally the thing that kept me hanging on sometimes. Not to bring the mood down, 
Um, and Nemesis has now climbed on my bed and is browsing my bookshelf. She is touching all my little knickknacks. So if you hear any whack noises, that is what it is. Those are all going to fall down if you move any of them. <laughs> she picked up one of my bookmarks and they're arranged in a row. And if you move one, they all fall. So <laughs> I'm very scared. <laughs> but to get back on topic, um, I always King Kamaki because I read it in junior year. Okay, so I was what, like 16, give or take-ish? Um, and he was an 18, 19 year old college student. Um, and of course, as you all know, he went through hell. Okay. Like he got his organs ripped out, replaced with a ghoul, became a ghoul, had to deal with human flesh. And I was facing college and my perfectionist anxiety ridden ass was like, Oh God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I'd rather be anywhere else. I literally rather take his place. Um, so like, yes, I get he was going through college and he was being fine with college, but as someone about to enter college, that's, that's what it felt like was, um, when Yamari had him and, you know, was like ripping off his fingers and toes, putting centipedes in his ear, all of that fun stuff. Uh, I could relate to that. Not cause I've had that shit done to me. Jesus fuck. No. Um, obviously I can still type on a computer, so I still got all my digits, but like reading it and like experiencing his anxiety, I was like, Oh, this is, like, my anxiety level for college. <laughs> yeah. Which sounds dramatic, but, like, like panic attacks on a nightly basis because I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. Well, I knew what I wanted to do, didn't know where to go. It was, like, that was a whole thing. College is horrible, people. Don't do it. It's not mm. worth it. Um, let me see. So there was King Kanye. Oh, and then, you know, he lost his mind and, like, you know, got one hell of a wardrobe upgrade, so... There's that. I feel like I have more comfort characters. Probably, like a whole circle of them, if you know what I mean. Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. For those of you who don't know, we have now started this thing we refer to called the rail circle. Yes. And there's a lot of people in there. There sure are. <laughs> None of them real, but... Sadly. <clears throat> um, I think I probably count Rowan. Because, like, I, I want someone to, like, train me. And then, like, you know, when that flame goes out inside, to just be there. Mm -hmm. Just be there and help bring it back. That's how I feel about Cassian right now. <laughs> that, yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> um, okay. I think for a brief moment, Patch Cipriano? Cipriano? I don't know how you pronounce his last name. From Hush Hush? Have you read Hush Hush? No. I have two copies. You're taking one home. <laughs> okay. That can be one of our books. Yes. Uh, it's a four book series, though. And I walked into a class in eighth grade. It was science class. And it was Nick. Still knew Nick at the time. Yeah. Um, and I sat down, and it was the last book. It was finale. And it's got her in a white dress on a beach and him, like, shirtless, black trousers, doing like this. And he looks at this and goes, Lilith, are you reading Fifty Shades of Grey? And, you know, my little Christian ass was like, no, I could never. And now I'm like, one of these days I'm going to sit down and watch that movie. <laughs> Just to see, because, like, everyone's yeah. hype about it. And, yes, yeah. I recognize it's domestic abuse. But after watching 365 and needing a restraining order and that was supposed to be better, I'm like, how bad is this going to be? I just, I need to know for curiosities, for research purposes, if you will. Right, yeah. So, but I think that wraps up my fictional character. My fictional characters. My comfort characters. Yeah. I really should put more... Th oh, no, no. I take it back one more jest. Because I want someone who will go that far for me. Oh, my gosh. Why are you being all the most of the ones in here? 
I'm sorry. You asked. Okay, this is true. It's all you my got fault. six different books. To, oh, and of course, Kaz. But you already said Kaz, so I feel like I can't talk about Kaz. So. Well, I mean, we for most of these characters, we both agree, and they're yes. on the list. So we That's what we get for reading the same book. And we're just gonna make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What okay. is next on the list? Okay, so to wrap up today's episode, the definition of escapism is the actions people take to relieve persistent feelings of depression or the tendency to seek distraction and relief from reality by seeking entertainment or engaging in fantasy. Nice. I knew some of those words. (laughs) Alrighty, and since we are signing off, our tip of the day is to stick with today's theme. There is no stupid reason not to kill yourself. There's no stupid reason to stay on this earth. Like y'all heard me say earlier, I literally stayed alive so I could find out if Hide was still alive or not. Which, you know, by the time the series actually ended, as most of you know, we had more questions than answers. But that's something we can all share in. Whether it's, you know, you're waiting on a book, you want to find out what happens next week in the new chapter, even if it's just you have to wake up and feed your cat tomorrow. There's no stupid reason not to do that. Yeah. Mine right now is a tattoo. And then after I get that tattoo, it's The next be... tattoo. <laughs> right, yeah. Just find something after one thing ends to keep yourself going. Yeah. And I promise, it does get better. Sure does. And on that note, wherever you're listening to this, whatever time it may be, good morning, good evening, good night. <laughs>